0: not gonna lie. Uh, yeah. I've just been in a freaking mental block the past few months, and, uh, yeah, it's definitely definitely taking a toll, not gonna lie. But, uh, I'm here now. Hopefully we can, uh, move on and, uh, get through the rest of the semester together. So, I don't know, there's not really much to talk about. That's what I was trying to find some stuff to talk about that's not just super depressing like uh, World War 3 and all the stuff that goes on in the world and there's not really much in sports right now so uh, crazy me decided uh, you know what why don't we go on Reddit and look for some ideas and uh, I found some ideas Uh, if you know anything about Reddit you know that it's a complete hellhole at times (laughs) but yeah We'll uh we'll dive in, we'll dive into Reddit and uh, see what we can find. If anything, we just kill time. And uh, what we'll do, I'll answer some questions and uh, to the best of my ability. And you can email me at uh, mydumbthoughts01 at gmail dot com and you can tell me if I'm just a complete idiot or not. So let's dive right into it. Okay. I say let's dive right into it. I'm still looking for one. <laughs> I'm looking these up on my phone, so uh, just bear with me. And also, uh, it's Reddit. Most of these probably aren't going to be spelled right. And uh, I read like a third grader anyway, so if you're looking for an educated podcast, this is not the one for you. All right. Ooh, overrated, underrated. I like these. Most people like send these into like, different uh podcasts and uh yeah some of them are pretty funny we'll see what this one is okay underrated chicken al carbon tacos from del taco the double del and crispy fish taco uh those are underrated not gonna lie i've never been to a del taco so i can't really uh comment on this is it the same as like taco bell Cause Taco Bell, I mean, you walk into Taco Bell, you're just asking to die, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it's not good. Anybody who says they like Taco Bell is just lying to you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you can't tell, I'm not a fan. I mean, last time I went there, I I legit got sick, and so I try to stay away from Taco Bell because. If you eat one of their tacos, if you drink one of their fountain drinks, it's good. if if you so much as wipe your mouth with one of their napkins, you're gonna have the raging sharts for a week. So, I try to stay away from Taco Bell. Um, overrated, Raising Canes, aka Million Traffic Chicken. I like Raising Canes. I don't think it's overrated. It's probably like Raising Canes and Bojangles are like the best. Uh, I guess chicken places, like, uh, chain chicken places, uh, in the country right now since Colonel Sanders just decided to roll over and take one up the rear and just stop trying. Uh, so yeah. But I'm a Raising Cane's guy. I don't know why, I don't know what this dude has a problem with. We'll see. Alright. Let's see if there's any more. Uh okay let's move on just scrolling through reddit uh, i can't believe i'm actually doing this on a podcast <laughs> this is how you know there's nothing to talk about and you're just dumb out of ideas you're going to reddit to try to draw up some content i mean reddit can uh it can give you some some funny content so uh, we won't judge it too harshly. Alright. Uh here's one. Passion versus money. This one might actually be pretty good. Let's see what this one's about. Uh hello is <laughs> rounded out like a letter. It's like hello Reddit and then like uh a comma and then it goes into like a body paragraph. Alright. Uh I've recently been offered two jobs one as a a penetration tester i, don't know how I got a feeling if I, if i google that i'm i'm going to be just bombarded with stuff that i don't want in my history <laughs> uh yeah uh, i don't know uh <laughs> and another as a software security researcher do that one do that one because I got a feeling, whatever a penetration tester is, you're going to be uh having to shower every time you come home from work. Alright. Honestly, it feels like my dream has come true. I've always wanted to work as a penetration tester since graduating college. Oh my goodness. However, the penetration tester position pays significantly less money. 50,000 less. I'm a young guy who has never had a lot of money, so not taking the software security researcher position means missing out on a lot of cheddar. I know everyone says you should do what you love, but it's easier said than done, especially when the money is involved. Any advice to ease my internal conflict? Thanks. Okay. So, I want to bite the bullet. Before I, uh, Before I tell this, give advice to this guy, look at me. I'm giving this guy advice. Like, I'm the last person that needs to be given out advice, but I'm going to anyway. Because I need content. Alright. What is a penetration tester? Uh. Let's go to Wikipedia. Uh. Penetration test is an authorized stimulated cyber attack on a computer system performed to evaluate the security of the system. This is not to be confused with vulnerability. I don't know that. Okay, so like you're, I guess you're intentionally causing a cyber attack on a computer system to see if like the system works and where there needs to be like holes plugged. Let's see. The test is performed to identify weaknesses. Alright. Including the potential for unauthorized parties to gain access to the system's features and data, as well as strengths. Enabling a forward... Okay. So this guy's a... He's a computer guy. And, uh, he's one... Basically, is what computer job he wants. Uh... I don't know, dude. How much do penetration testers make? Let's look that up now. Uh, not meaning. I don't know why I hit meaning. This isn't going to be edited, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, around $86,000 a year. Okay. That's not too bad. And then you said it's roughly around... $50,000 less, so the other job, what was the other job you were talking about? Uh, the uh, software security researcher. So you'd be making $130,000 a year? I mean, it still sounds like you got pretty good options either way, depending on where you live. I mean, if you're living in somewhere like California where like it's, or New York, where it's like You're living in the equivalent of like Spider Man's apartment, and you gotta pay like $4,000 a month for rent. If it's that expensive, if you're living in a place that's that expensive, then yeah, you might have to take the uh, you might want to bite the bull and just take the, the secondary one that you want. But if you're like, if you're living around here in Arkansas, and uh, you know, you're living in a place that's, I guess, relatively cheap to live. You know, follow the dream. Become the the penetration tester. And uh I mean it's like eighty thousand dollars. I mean you can live off of, if you can't live off of eighty thousand dollars you need to be reprioritizing your life. And it's not to say like you won't move up in the world either. Like you're if you're good at your job, you're you're more than likely gonna get a raise and you'll 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 be financially set if you're wise with your money. Hi guys, I just assume you are. Alright. <laughs> uh I'm so dirty minded. I think like this uh Yeah, I didn't think penetration tester was uh was uh what it was. <laughs> okay. Let's move on before I start making jokes. <laughs> Alright, so ba-do-ba-do, ba-do-ba-do. Was accidentally hurt by my driving instructor. And now I'm having anxiety about the next lesson. Not sure what to do. Oh, my goodness. Aren't the cops normally the driving... St- like, when I was... When I took, like, my learner's permit and, like, my driving test, it was, like, the cop. Uh, the state police were, uh, like, the instructors. So what if it is... I don't know, if like, what yours is, but... If the state police is the one hitting you and, like, hurting you, that's, uh, could that actually be a crime? I don't know. Anyway, we'll see what this guy's got to say. Or gal. Or anything in between. Uh, recently had a driving lesson, and it went really well. Well, congratulations. What could go wrong? Until it was time to get back to my house. Yeah, uh-oh. And I came close to a curb. So the instructor panicked and tried to grab the wheel and squash my hand pretty badly. Uh, so mm. sounds like your instructor's like a Vietnam veteran and hitting the curb was like hitting a landmine, and he tried to steer you back on course. I <laughs> got really dark really quick. Okay, uh, you gave your instructor a PTSD attack. Squashed my hand. There was no immediate danger nor were we going to hit anything. We were doing really slow too. It was evident I was hurt. I said ow, etc. Doesn't mean anything. No I'm kidding. Uh and he did not even apologize for it. My hand went red for a bit and was sore. I feel so anxious and stressed out. I don't know I don't know what to do and if I should you didn't spell this out great. And if I should get a new instructor, I just don't like the fact that he didn't apologize or acknowledge what he did. Can anyone please offer some advice? Uh, yeah, you're just you're just gonna have to get over this one. Like, it, he got freaked out, he got scared. It happens, and he accidentally hit your hand. Like, but like, in what way did he like punch your hand? How did he just trying to grab the wheel and accidentally like? Hitting your hand make it go red, unless you just bruise like a peach. That's the only thing I can think of. But no, you're trying to get your license. Just go back. You probably won't have the same instructor. I don't know. I know that uh, if you go to, like the state police station and do your driving test, it's like if you fail, you get like different cops. But I only had to take mine once, so thank God. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're just gonna have to, I'm gonna give you some tough love here and just tell you to suck it up, because that's really, there's, it's your hand, it's not like he just, like, started abusing you in the middle of, like, your driving lesson, it's not like he was cussing you out, or pulled a Clint Eastwood, and, or, uh, what was the, what's the name of, uh. That one movie that uh, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage were in. Uh, Face Off. It's not like you're John Travolta in Face Off where you just drag the kid out of the car and start beating on him. Yeah. That wasn't you, and so you're just going to have to suck it up and go back for more. Let's find another one. These are actually pretty fun. Some of them are just, like, bitching and complaining, and some of them are actually, like, you know, having trouble with my relationship with my parents and stuff. Like that. I'm not trying to find, like, something just—I'm trying to find something funny. And, uh, here's one. Well, nah, never mind. Thought I found one, but it wasn't—wasn't, wasn't, uh, that great. Okay. Let me see. Uh, alright. <laughs> Here's one that just says, am I the a-hole? <laughs> it says the whole world, but I don't think I can uh, say it on air. Okay. So I'm a black belt, been training at this gym for years, and this young buck comes in thinking he's hot stuff. He shoots a takedown on me, leaving his ankle completely undefended to help him tighten up his game. I took it, he didn't tap early, so I cranked it a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah dude, may have gone a little too far. I, I think I already know where this is going. He did uh, so I cranked it a little till he till he tapped, okay, and he screamed out trying to make me look bad. The next time I see him, he walks up to me asking if I'm angry or something, like I'm the one who did something wrong. And I also hear he's been talking crap about me online and taking and talking about running to the gym owner. Am I the a-hole for what I did? Uh, I mean, I uh, I thought you were gonna like break his ankle. So if you actually broke the ankle, I I would say yeah. But uh when you do jujitsu, which I'm assuming that's what you were doing, even though you uh you never said what martial art you were doing, but I just I'm just gonna assume it's jujitsu. If you don't, it's up to your opponent to tap. Okay. So he didn't tap, but you still kinda knew you were uh you were I guess trying to hurt him. But uh you know. It happens. Some accidents happen. I've almost, uh, broken my arm doing it, uh, jiu-jitsu. I've hurt myself. I don't know how I don't have cauliflower ears. But, you know, it comes with the territory, and, uh, yeah, I mean, if he's been training, uh, and he just comes into town and just finds the gym, you might come in a little cocky. But that's probably just to show that, uh, he don't want to be. He's not, he's not trying to show like weakness. Like he's trying to. He's trying to show that he can go. And so you just gotta. Instead of actually trying to hurt the kid, just knock him down a peg, and well you should you should try to choke him out, rather than. Uh, well, he did get a takedown on you, and he just left his ankle exposed, and you just took advantage. But still, I feel like. I feel like choking someone out. Is more humbling than like getting an armbar, or a kimura, or an ankle lock on them, because uh, I think getting choked out is more humiliating than actually tapping out. So, if you want to knock them down a peg without actually doing major damage, y- I would uh, I would have just, just, yeah, you know where I'm going with that. I hope you do at least. Okay. Uh, here's another one. Am I the a-hole for blocking my friend and throwing out her stuff? If Oh my goodness, this one's long. Okay, this one might actually fill up the rest of the episode. All right, let's see. So this might be a long one. So strap in. Yeah, I could tell, buddy. You wrote like. You almost wrote like a novel. Alright. Let's get into this. So here's context for me. Uh I, twenty-four, female, a friend of mine, let's call her I won't say her name. Uh well, it's a fake name. Okay, let's call her Bella, twenty three, female. So we've known each other for over five years now. We first met at a mutual friend's party, and hit it off. Lots of sparks, lots of flirting. So when I gave her a ride home, we exchanged numbers, and I texted her. She never replied. Uh, this might be. <laughs> this might be uh. The, the the greatest. This might be what Fifty Shades of Grey should have been. <laughs> uh, okay. She never replied. I got over it. Whatever. A couple months later, the same friend starts talking to me about her asking what I thought of her at the party. And I was honest that I was into her, but thought she wasn't all that into me. And our friend told me... And our friend told me, no way she really liked you. I'm sorry. I'm trying to... She's probably pouring her heart out, and I'm just having... It's not spelled that great. I'm trying to, like, catch up and, uh, try to figure out where I'm at and trying to read ahead a little bit. That way I don't sound completely like an idiot. I'm still going to sound like an idiot, but I just don't want to sound just complete, like a complete idiot. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you do. Uh, she said she really liked you. You two should reconnect. So they added us to a group chat together, and we started talking quickly We start... Yeah. There's no period. This is just one big run-on sentence. Sorry. Uh, we started our own thread. She asked me out and very quickly asked me to be her girlfriend. This is... (laughs) This is what... Yeah. This is the greatest lesbian love story that was never put on the film. (laughs) I was like 18. Don't judge me. Uh... She lavished me with affection and attention, saying really nice stuff about me, making all these plans, and I was hooked. But within like two weeks of us dating, every time everything changed suddenly when she wasn't replying to my text, leaving me on read, ignoring my calls, having mutual friends. I knew she was talking to them. having mutual friends. I knew she was talking to them, just ignoring me. Yeah, you didn't spell this out, great. And I read like a third grader, so. Uh, then she starts standing me up, canceling plans day of, Include There's a period. There shouldn't be a period there. <sighs> Including the time she set up a triple date with all our friends, then just not showing up. We wait two hours for her before I spend the day as of the five-wheel texting her through the day letting her know we're... Where we gone to? Uh, This is gonna be. uh, How much more? Let me see. I'm just gonna. Alright. Where was I? Last me with affection. Mutual friends. uh, Let me just skim through this. I will text it through, only to have, only to go home, and 14 hours after we were supposed to meet, get a text from her saying, sorry, I got anxious and just couldn't come. I said, that's okay, I get it, I have bad anxiety, but I was really worried about something bad had happened to you, so I could just I literally became a joke, my course for being the mug whose girlfriend would text anyone but her, and it really started to get to me. Uh, My close friend started to see how much it was getting me down and told me I should just tell her how I feel and she and and the she cared (laughs) and that she cared and would understand. I was really scared about doing this terrified of rejection and abandonment but after a couple more weeks I decided to just do it. This is going to be hard to get through. (laughs) Not just the story, but it's not spelled out great uh I'm just gonna skim the rest of it okay uh because some uh bad past experiences choices uh I mean Bella actually became pretty good friends, but then at a friend's party, we just we were just talking. she's flirting with me a lot and kisses me, and we walk out. I get excited, and she ghosts me for a month. Eventually, we talk again. This is one big run-on sentence. And she says that the first time, the label of girlfriend made it this big pressure, and we were able to be close and talk without. So basically, no labels dating. I was on board. I was so happy. Then she ghosted me for no six months. So basically, she doesn't want to be... She doesn't want the boyfriend go, or er, I guess in this case, girlfriend, girlfriend label, and she's more comfortable with uh without the label. Uh, this is this is way way out of my range. Uh, uh let me call me. Oh, this is starting to get. Uh, after ignoring, after not having contact for a few years, we reconnect, uh, we ended up hooking up, but she still doesn't, basically, okay, basically, uh, I'll just skim the rest of this, basically, they were, uh, dating on and off for a few years, and then, uh, big fight, Pretty much ends the relationship, throws out all the stuff out into the yard, you know, like you hear in Chris Stapleton songs. And then you, uh, she blocks her on all the social medias, and uh, I think that's, and then there's the subject of things basically about if Bella, she grew up mostly in foster care. Oh, so the girl she was dating mostly grew up in foster care and had abandonment issues, and, uh, yeah, this is pretty messed up story. Uh, I just don't care. I just want to set it all, set it all right, she clearly doesn't care about it as much. With throwing it out be too far, I am, am I the a-hole for even considering it? No, she's leading you on. Okay. that's is basically what girls do. I don't know how lesbians treat other lesbians, but, uh, yeah. I don't think this one's on you. I mean, she obviously has abandonment issues, and she doesn't want to get too close to people because she's afraid that if something does go wrong you're just gonna you're just gonna leave her it's not even you it's also those uh those friends that y'all invited or I guess she invited out and that uh she just didn't show up so that's something she's got to work through and I don't think it's and she probably needs to do it without you so look at me this is my my doctor phil Like, hmm, this is bad this is really bad and I'm starting to be uh, considering myself like Dr. Phil and that's an insult to Dr. Phil that's not a compliment to me alright so the reason that she threw your stuff out on the lawn was because you weren't paying attention to her you need to be paying more attention to her while uh, y'all are doing the deed right that's pretty much the, the gist of Dr. Phil and uh, his level of psychiatry and trying to help other people, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, don't beat yourself up on this one. She needs to figure this stuff out. And who knows? Maybe you uh, reconnect? Uh I don't know if you should reconnect. This may be the one you're going to get hurt in your love life, but this may be the one where you just got to cut your losses and just let it go. And if she wants to reconnect and make things work, you just just don't give in. All right? That's the biggest problem. It's the biggest problem with guys, at least. We try to, uh, whenever she wants to reconnect, Most guys, most guys are strong enough to just say, no, I don't want to do that. But if you're if you're an idiot like me, you'll go back to the well again and see if uh things change. And they probably won't. And you're just gonna have to you're just gonna have to kick yourself. And uh yeah. Try not to bog you we're almost out of time. I'm trying not to bog down the rest of this podcast. Uh let's end let's end with more Dr. Phil. Now, uh The reason that uh, you have trust issues is because you don't have enough people in your life that you trust, all right? You need to have more people in your life that you trust. Thank you, Dr. Phil. That helps out tremendously. Okay, that is this episode. That concludes, well, how much? Oh, yeah, I'm almost out of time. I'm sorry. Uh yeah, that concludes this episode of the